Hi everyone and welcome to Darwin CC's next podcast of the series. Today we welcome Jeff Hacking, or Bungle, another legend of the club, to chat about his time at DCC. Share his memories and playing times, but mainly to talk about the art of captaincy and his years as skipper and what started a golden era for the club. Not to myself, don't mention Brexit, Corona, Boris or Cummins. And just in case, a disclaimer here, any opinions expressed by Jeff may not be the opinion of the club. Enjoy, I'm really looking forward to this one. Okay, and it's a huge welcome to a former captain who won the Northern League twice as leader, who was one of the best captains in sport that I've played under. <laughs> and he was, uh, he was certainly the most memorable. Uh, a big welcome to Big Jeff Bungle, Mr. Jeff Akin. Tonight's going to be a, a focus on captaincy, uh, the art of it, and his reflections of the time of captain. Welcome, uh, welcome, Jeff. Evening, Chris. Thanks for that. Welcome. Absolutely uh, great to be here. Uh, I'll, uh, well, normally what we do with people is we talk about we talk about lockdown and we talk about politics, but I don't think we're going to start with that, <laughs> judging from your uh, your Twitter feed. How's how's the golf? Is that uh, is that getting better? Yeah, so it's uh, it started again. Obviously, we've uh, I've played about I think I played Thursday, Friday, Saturday when we were straight back on it. It's, it's friendly golf, isn't it? it? Doesn't doesn't really matter. So we need to get the competitions back on soonish, and then we can. Uh, Start to try and get the handicap down again. Did you just say friendlies don't matter? Uh, yes. Oh dear me, you, you've changed. You've changed. Right. So we'll we'll try and we'll try and re- remind you of your uh, legacies as captains. Now, when we've lined this, when I've lined this podcast up, I was very fortunate to speak to uh, to three people who uh, sort of were massive opponents of ours during the the glory years, and uh, I think these quotes sort of sum up. Uh, your period as, as captain, as player, and believe it or not, they're, they're quite complimentary as well. Uh, and there's a few humorous bits as well, where I'm, I'm certain will be mentioned later. So the first one we, we, we talked about and, and I contacted was a certain Mark Lomas. What, what are your memories of uh, what are your memories of Mark, Jeff? <laughs> Mark, I first came across junior cricket when he was at East Lanks. Um, and I remember playing them. He must have been the 15s game, and he didn't take getting hammered very well. And I think he was wicket keeping, and his gloves went off when the, when the, when, he, when we the, when he runs his gloves went off. Toys out the pram, and I think their pro at the time was Cyril Mitchley, and he had them running around the field afterwards because he wasn't happy with their attitude, etc. But obviously, Mark was a good, you know, Mark was a you know a great amateur player in the leagues. And he came to, he, he would have been to Blackpool, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. And obviously, I don't know how many seasons he did there. He, one of his, one of his few clubs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was a he was a, oh, he was a competitor. He was a, one thing I didn't, you know, and I don't bear grudges, and I'm, and I'm not that bitter, and I'm not that twisted. But we did win the league at at Birch Hall against them. And, uh, and I think we walked off, and none of the Blackpool side were were outside the changing rooms. <laughs> so we all walked off, you know, obviously jubilant. I think Marcus Sharp was there professional. I think he got Gareth out, hadn't he? I think Gareth and Nick walked. Yeah. Gareth hadn't walked off. 
uh, as you know, as Gareth does. Um, and then Marcus wasn't very happy, and we beat them, and we won the league, and they weren't very happy. But you know, I'm not, that's that's a, a not a not the abiding memory of Mark, but he was you know he was a good, an excellent amateur player who uh, you, was was very competitive. And you never ever you didn't even mention that issue that uh, incident with Michael Horsfield as well when that <laughs> ball went up in air, but you did very well there. Uh, most of the time, then you were quite nice with him, and this is how he summed you up actually. Uh, quite quiet and very dry. The first thing that comes to mind with Jeff is his Lancashire Junior jumper. <laughs> he always made me laugh when he had that on. And he couldn't be- I couldn't believe it. It went over his head every time he comes to the crease. And we always used to give him grief about this jumper. Oh, that jumper went. That, that jumper was um, famous throughout Lancashire. Well, we it's, funny you say, it's funny you should say that, actually, because we'll, we'll move on to Tommy Clough, right? <laughs> Tommy Clough from Morecambe, and they were big rival, yep. rivals of ours, especially in 2002. Yeah. Um, and he, he was the quickest to reply, actually. He was, he was, he was straight on the uh, typo as soon as I sent it to him. And he, he, he commented, he said, I would definitely say a competitive player would offer his team plenty with bat and ball. <laughs> so, he's, you know, he's bigging you up here. Yeah, yeah. But his, his biggest memory of you has to be that Lanks on the 13s jumper <laughs> he still wore all the way through. There's <laughs> a bit of a running theme here. It's almost like you you put, you wore that you wore that jumper on purpose. Well, you know, I, it might not fit me now. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But it, all through my career, I, it, it fit me. And I thought, I'm not. Why, why am I? Why am I not wearing it? I'll carry on. <laughs> so we played it. We played a Lanks Cup tie at Lee, which would have been. You know, not late on in my career, but probably middle of my career, and I was still wearing it. And Gareth Cross, who played for, obviously played yeah, for Wicked Keeper, Wicked right, Keeper. Wiki keeper. Yeah. He loved that jumper. He he absolutely loved it. He couldn't stop, uh, you know, going on about it. And uh, and that's when Martin Howard was playing as well. And Spray. Martin Howard, wow. yeah, Spray was. Um, he got angry with Gareth because. Um, he had to go in when he came out as well. So, but yeah, that jumper, you know, it was a jumper, wasn't it? And yeah. Serve you, serve you, serve you very well. Right. And the last one, and he was probably one of my favourite cricketers to play against, um, was from uh, our friend Br- Brendan. Uh, and and Packy's uh, one of his uh, favourite opponents. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he, he, summed, he summed you up brilliantly. Uh, you played the game properly. You worked hard at your game. You played on the field. You had a laugh, but you also enjoyed a beer off it. Mm. Always enjoyed playing with him and against him. You had a cracking sense of humour around, uh, aligned with a cricketing mentality I could relate to. Two, oh. two, two lines, hang on, <laughs> two lines, gap, but apart from that, a bit of a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah, three emojis. Yeah, I, loved it. I played with him in the. Uh, he must have been the league teams. I played with him, uh, and a you know, great character, uh, brilliant lad. So, you know, we we never. I don't remember. Oh, we fell out with a few people. I think as uh, as the years went on, but don't think we ever fell out with Brendan. Mm. Obviously, he was quite annoying, but. Um, no, 
great lad. Right, so um, we're mainly going to talk about your, your captaincy tonight. Um, that's not forgetting the 300-odd wickets that you took at 18, which is to be confirmed by Mr. Groom. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about the art of captaincy. Um, did you always want to be captain of uh, Darwin? I don't think it was anything that, you know, as I, as I was growing up, I, I, I sort of, you know, thought, yes, I, that's what I want to do. But I think as you, you know, obviously what I was 17, 18, when I first made my first team debut, obviously at that point in time, there's, that's nothing, you know, doesn't go through your mind at all. But as you, obviously as you move on um, and you get to the point where you think, you know, that's, you know, it's a great honour to, to captain your team where you were, you know, you where you were born, you played since you were eight years old. So as, as I got nearer, you know, mid-twenties, you start to think, yeah, this is this is something that I want to do. I was a, a captain at, uh, at Queggs, the first 11. And that when we had a good side and we, you know, we, and we got to national finals and that, you know, gave you the, you know, you think, yeah, I can, I can, I can do this. And obviously, I think it got to when did I? Obviously, '99 was the first season, wasn't it? So Gareth did '97, '98. We finished third bottom in '98. Gareth fell on his sword. Um. <laughs> so what? So I I can remember, like when it came to end of your captaincy, and I were lined up. I can remember a conversation with you. I think I can remember a conversation with with Gary Jackson and, and Bill. Mm. I'll. I'll how, what what was the process for you be, being captain? Were it were it Gareth falling on his sword and saying, "Come on, Jeff, it's your turn"? Or how did that? Yeah, happen? It, I, I I wouldn't say I remember what exactly happened, but I'm, it would have gone along the lines of that. Gareth would have said, "I'm not, I'm not doing it. You, you, you know, you should do it." And then obviously, then probably Peter Lamster was probably involved, and nobody else, obviously, yeah, was was up for doing it. So it was a matter of. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take it on. That's great. That's probably how a, a lot of captaincies, chair roles, a lot of roles at DCC start in that nobody else, nobody else wants to do it, <laughs> and then one person just steps up. Yeah. Um, so you, you you stepped into the role of captain. How did you how did you approach it? What were you what were you thinking right from the the very start? Well, obviously we had. You know, I think the most important thing. From a from a captain in the first year, obviously you're professional now. You know, <laughs> one might say that I was a slightly lucky that. We but even up... like we'll we'll come on to that in a second. Cause All right, you, okay. You, everybody I didn't, will talk I didn't, about I didn't that. have I didn't have any really preconceptions about what I was going to do. I think it was a matter of let's let's start the season. Let's go to you know we obviously have the winter nets. Let's start the season see and see where we stand. I didn't you know I didn't really set out any goals or we finished third bottom but I knew we had it because probably like Petrie probably arrived you know like most of them do a, a week before, before the yeah, season a week before, a week and half, was yeah. there you know and, and you might have had a bit of time to think about your team think about uh, pre-season training were there were there anybody else who sort of influenced you or you know you, you you're thinking about being captain of Darwin especially like the, the previous couple of seasons we haven't done so well had we no, I think I think in my first five, six years, I think Graham Parkinson was the captain for probably 
maybe four of them. Chris Rigby, I think he was captain for one time and Painter as well. I mean, you, you know, and you know, obviously you've played under Graham uh, or with Graham, and um, and he's got the sort of mentality that you know, this is we want to win. You know, we want we, yeah. we want this. This is what this game's about. Yeah, we want to enjoy it, but you enjoy it more if you win. So I'm, you know, when I played on, when I made my debut in '88, he was the captain. Obviously, me and Gareth uh, made our debuts in the same game. He was the captain. He gave us our debuts, and and the attitude was, you know, this is important. This is the most important thing you're doing. You know, when you turn up to cricket, this is, you know, this is when you know we want to win this game. Nothing else matters. So, I think Graham, you know. So, <laughs> Some of his other, uh, other issues, you know, he, he he was a winner at the end of the day, and he wanted to win. And I, and yeah, I'm not exactly the same as him, but I'm from the same sort of. And he probably rubbed off on me. Whereas, you know, you get Chris Rigby and Simon Painter, who are completely and utterly different. But you've also learned, you know, you also see things. I've seen Chris Rigby trying to deal with Dave Bonner chuntering away after he taken him off, you know, and things like that sticking sticking your head, you know. Um, Chris, go and stick your head down the bog and, and stuff like that. So you, so you do, you do learn. No matter whether you're completely different to them, you you, you think, mm, yeah, you've got to. You, you learn from each one of them, and um, but I didn't. I, I, I really had no. I think we had we, we knew we had some good players before nineteen ninety. You know, the nineteen ninety nine season. So I think it was a matter of right. Let's see. Let's see who the the professional is, and then we can. We'll, we'll take it from there. Um, and obviously, so you, when... talk, you talked uh, you talked earlier about uh, being lucky with with Richard Petrie mm. arriving, or um, was it a was it a meeting of two different styles of leadership almost that sort of met and was a perfect concoction yeah. to achieve the success that we did? Yeah, probably. I, you know, I think if We'd had a few years of the, the professionals before either hadn't, hadn't lasted the season or we'd had some pros and we had people go on, but there were all sorts of all sorts of things going on. So I think if, you know, and Gareth, to his defence, you know, we'd, he didn't have a have the players or the professional. At the end of the day, you're going to need a good professional to win the league, aren't you? So, but I think the, what Richard brought to it and you say my first season and some of my thoughts as well I think yeah, like you say I think it was the the blend of you know that those two meeting together and obviously I went into uh, selection on a Tuesday night but I obviously I, I will have spoken to him before that that selection and we would have discussed you know what whether we were playing the same team or you know obviously when people I think you came back from university, didn't you? And and, and other yeah. people were were injured or came back. We'd we'd discuss that, and that's. I think after that, that was I, I never obviously Keith Temple then came in. And I never discussed team selection with him, not yeah, not in great detail anyway. Because I uh, I think I start I was around at the start of the season on on holidays from university, but then I I only realised when I when I came back on. There was like a, a ruthlessness from your point of view as captain early on, uh, but then there was a 
there was like a culture and a, an environment to training and professionalism mm. that I've probably never ever seen at Darwin before, and that yeah, you yeah. know that that linked in with your sort of autocratic style of leadership at that point in your your captaincy probably is exactly what the club and certain players needed in mm. the team. Yeah, um, need, I think we need to, you know, from what I from what I thought from the the first, I think we won the first game. And we won it pretty easily, but I think the second game we played. I think we played at Chorley on a. It would have been the first May Day Bank Holiday, and I think we. I don't know what we scored one fifty or something, and no, they scored one fifty. We were struggling ninety odd for six or seven, and Neil. I think Neil Cordley played a great innings, backed up by and, and and Rods was 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 batting as well, and we managed to win that game. I don't think we lost another wicket. And I think that was, you know, was was a, even though it was a second game, I think that was a massive turning point for us because we thought, we, you know, we're we're a good side. We can, even though we're under the cosh, we can we can win these games. And that's what I always try to, you know, put across to my team was, we never we we never we've never we've never got we've never got beaten. We we're always in it. We can always yeah. win. And Richard is, you know. I think he's probably of a similar, uh, similar, similar ilk. Obviously, very different in his um, the way he deals with things and and what he brings to in terms of his some of his uh, you know ideas and new ideas that he came along. I didn't, I took completely no notice of them. Only in terms of the it, what it brought to me was that there is a there is a different way. You need to think about how you're doing. Are you doing things right? Are you doing things properly? Are you doing things to the best of your ability? I didn't fill one of those sheets in all season. That's not because yeah. I think I'm better than it. It wasn't for me. But what it did do is it made me think about what I need to do to be a better cricketer. And it helped all, you know, all the people who filled it in, and I'm sure other people, I'm sure Nurse wouldn't have filled one in. Some of the people who were in there didn't fill one in. However... All the people who did, and it helped, and all the people who didn't fill one in, it, it also helped. So it, you know, it, it was. A... Yeah, but you know that that piece of paper is in front of you. But to like you said, to a lot of people, we all we all learn differently. We all think yeah, differently. Yeah. So mm. a, a lot of people probably saw it and applied it. Probably a lot of people thought about it, and some mm. people needed to write about yeah. it. What he, what he, what he certainly, did, what he certainly did, he was probably, he was probably tenor. Ten or fifteen years ahead of his game, especially in, especially in the the amateur mm. uh, realms of the game, in that how important people are, culture, environment, and situation. Whereas everybody else is probably just talking about technique and and, and tactics. Whereas you know every, we know how, how important the the other bits are. Yeah, and I'm sure that you know uh, when, when we had a a training session of <clears throat> you know trying to walk from one part of the field to the other and everybody else is trying to make you laugh and you're trying, you know, you're not supposed to laugh. It's things like yeah. that are just, people think you're off your, you're off your box, but it, you know, it, whatever it does. And it's, you know, not only that, it's team spirit and, and, and everything that all brought it together to say, you know, after t- two games of the season, we're thinking, yeah, you know, and I, when I spoke to Richard, he, he was surprised by, Obviously, because he said we were third bottom, 
And I think he said yeah. before that he was surprised by how, you know, how good our cricket was. But I think so. He, I think then originally he thought I can do something here. That this is this is going to be good, um, and obviously it proved to be so. Yeah, and it just shows how how important like that that team ethic is and people and uh, being as one as a, a team and how good it is to have a, a fun environment to play in which was certainly the situation. Um, you mentioned a, a few people before that had uh, influenced your, your, your captaincy. You, you talked about Packy, you talked about Chris Rigby. Is there, is there anybody else at, at Darwin or uh, you know, in the, the national county setup that influenced your sort of captaincy style? No, I don't, I, I don't think so. I'd, obviously, I've played through length schools and you know, you play with some good players, but Captaincy of that, I think captaincy at schoolboy level, you know, I think people are still changing and, and obviously growing. I, I, I don't take a, a great stock from that. Um, obviously, I had Brian Woodhead at Queggs. Um, he was sort of in charge of cricket. He was great, pretty much. You know, <laughs> Jeff, you do what you do what you want. He was saying, football, go out and play, lads. Brilliant. Um, and obviously, we had Bob Ratcliffe for a, for a while. Um, now he did some coaching at Darwin and he also was at Queggs for a, he, because he was professional at Cherry Tree I think wasn't he um, now he, he I think he had quite an effect on me in terms of you know you, you couldn't mess with him um, there were three three shots weren't there <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah God knows what they were but yeah there were what, what, what were that they that one I think it were uh, a coverage right? Liam Liam Durkin always oh, says about Bob, Bob Radcliffe three shots and they just like a cover drive a, a wide cover drive and an even wider cover drive <laughs> Some, somewhere along those lines but yeah. like, I, I never really come across him but yeah. everybody you taught he's, he's always like even I think Gareth says that a lot as well yeah. um, I think Darwin I think when, he, yeah, when he came to Dar- he, I'm not sure how long he did at Darwin in terms of coaching juniors and stuff but he I think um, obviously having him at Queggs as well I think he was he, he, he was you know, excellent in terms of how to play the game and the right attitude and uh, and everything. Yeah. Um, so, a few people sort of directed you and you influenced your captaincy. But how would you how would you describe your own captaincy style? I think I'm I'm pretty much a you know I'm not a I'm not a Churchill up and Adam in the dressing room before the game and. Um, you know, Churchillian speech. I think I'm pretty much lead by example. And I knew in 1999 when when that season, I knew we had a good, you know, we had a good side. And I think it was we need to we need to all be together. We had a, you know, like you say, a great a great atmosphere. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted everybody to come along, get the best out of everybody. And I think we had a we had a chance of winning. I think where my captaincy comes, you know, and everybody talks about concentrate on your own game, concentrate, you know, if you do things well, then you'll be all right. And that's, and that's fine. However, I think, I mean, I think I've played in the league about, you know, obviously over 10 years. And I think I knew the other, I knew the other teams. I think it's really important, especially in cricket, is to have plans for people and to know who you're playing against and what they do. You know, not only batting, bowling wise. So I think, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm the I'm, I'm not obviously never the best captain 
ever, but I think I was quite good at when to attack, when to defend, where to put fielders, who to bowl to people, certain batters. And I think that's, you know, when it's all right saying, come on, lads, we're going to win this game, this lot of, you know, this lot of crap, we're better than them. You've got to do it when you're on the field. And I think, you know, then on when on your field, yeah, you've got to deal with certain things that go on, but you've got to know who you're playing against and, and, and deal with them. Like I could, so when I'm like trying to remember your captaincy, this is no, this no back. I can't remember any, like you say, I can't remember any big speeches in changing room, but I no. can certainly remember moments on the field where you did something either vocally, physically, or body language, mm-hmm. which had a, which had an impact on, on moments in the game. And I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know if that was revving, revving the opponents up, revving our own team up, or whatever. But I can remember moments like that. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got. I, I played it, you know. And I'll go back. I, we played at Quags, and I was captain. We were in a national semi-final. We were playing at Grace Road. I can't remember who we were playing against. We would. I think we'd bat first. I can't even remember to be honest. They were batting. We were bowling. We were getting hammered all over the place. And it rained. I think it must have started raining, and off we off we went. Gareth would have been playing, and a few other players, who, a few of the players who might listen to this eventually. But and I, and I went, I you know something had to change, otherwise we would have lost that game. And I just went off on one in the changing room. Now that's quite dangerous in terms of what what it can do. But I I think I took the uh, decision that in effect this is what we needed. Um, a few of them in effect took me on. Um, you know, what what are you doing? We're trying our best. But in effect, what happened is that when we went back out again, some of them were revved up and, and they bowled they bowled really well and we won the game. So yeah, so you've got to you know, it, it could be some really small things, some really you know, something you say to somebody, you know, because all the all, all the people in your team are different. You know, some of them, you know, don't necessarily want you to be on at them talking to them as they're bowling or you know, fielding, but you know, you you've got to try and do something, especially when the game's just meandering along. You've got to try and do something to change 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 what's going on. And that that's something I definitely took from you. We're I think we're in a first year in Lancashire League, going to playing in uh, seconds, and we're playing away at Burnley, and they and they were cruising, absolutely cruising. Yeah. Um, and Steve Run, lovely guy, but. I just went and stood in the middle of the pitch and just shouting like not very nice words at him and, and all sorts of stuff, you know, completely like trying to get in his head and, and it worked. Yeah. But I can I definitely took that from, from your game. Um yeah. in terms of your, your captain, so you you're captain from uh, ninety nine to two thousand and two. Did did your captaincy style evolve? Did it did it change at all? I don't I don't think so. You know, obviously, as you get older, um, so it would have been 20, 27, 28. As you get older, you do, you know, some of the things, obviously, we, we had a few disciplinary issues. Um, not because I'd, I, I'm not sure we went over the line. I think I, I'm all, I'm very much for fairness, really. And I think some of the things that, 
normally goes into trouble with the ump- you know with the umpires and rain and um, things like that. So that really did uh, upset me. And maybe those things that happened in probably 2000, I think, maybe it didn't happen in 2002. I think, um, you know, as you, maybe I wouldn't say I mellowed but in, in any respect, but uh, I think those early years, it was, you know, I didn't, I, I, I thought we were being, we were being cheated. And, um, and, I, and I, you know, as captain, I'd, I'm speaking for everybody else in my team. And I, and I, and I, yeah, some of the things probably said shouldn't have said, but um, I certainly, you know, there was no swearing, no, um, but it was, you know, I'd, I'd, I would I'd, definitely, I would definitely say you mellowed, or did you mellow after you finished being captain? I can't quite remember that, the, like the years they all sort of merge into one, but you definitely mellowed as a. Yeah, but, a, uh, but I think as, you know, 2000 and 2002, I don't think we had a very, various episodes in, I think, probably the couple of years before. Um, the stuff that would definitely not happen, you know, maybe maybe a few years later, because, you know, like you said, <laughs> as ca- as captain, I, you know, I took it on myself that I was, you know, we 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 would, the the umpires were, were not being fair, and if they're not being fair, yeah. I'm I'm going to say something, and uh, you know that that was. Well, the... we've got we've got a question about that later, actually, by. Uh... Mr. Keith Semple, who who says it's one of his best memories in cricket, actually. So we'll move on to that later. Um, in a in a in a nutshell, a quick summary. What what was your sort of playing philosophy for the the teams at Darwin that you were captain of? I think we played a you know we played aggressive cricket. We played to our strengths. We do you know I think I think my pretty much my t- you know the speech beforehand was was do the basics properly. So we had, you know, those four years when I was captain, we had a bowling attack. All right, we didn't have a spinner, but we had, a, we had, you know, Merce, me, uh, Neil Cordley was obviously, he didn't really bowl much to begin with in 99, if you see, he didn't even bowl. Obviously Gareth, um, and obviously the, whoever was, whoever the professional was, whether it Petrie or, or Semple. Yeah. So we had a, and all we had to, you know, all we had to do from a bowling point of view was, was, was do the basics right. And we, but we didn't let up. You know, there was no, you know, if you look at, I think we finished second. Obviously, won it ninety nine second the year after. I think we finished fifth in two thousand and one. Merce will say that's because he went off to find himself in New Zealand, um, and obviously won the won the league in two thousand two. So all those years, we played aggressive cricket, and we would, you know, we we didn't let go. That's what, you know, when when we when we were on top, we 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 wouldn't want to let go. And I and I remember some games where we. And the other thing is when you're on when you're under the cosh, we don't get beat. There was a game, there was one of Fleetwood. We were I don't know what we were five for four. We were six for four or yeah. something. Chasing not so yeah. many. We won that game. Sure. <laughs> Surely at home was a, a great example. I, I, some of the years merge into into what you know in, in, into one. But <laughs> uh, Josh Marquette was he was absolutely steaming in, and obviously our games against Chorley were you know were great great stuff. I enjoyed them, but he was absolutely 
storming in from the Darwin end. I think we were, I don't know, I mean, they got 160. We were, we were never going to win the game, but I think Merce and Graham Parkinson batted, didn't they? I think they'd got, got a draw out of it. We were nine down. We were not going to let them win. Not, no way. No way on Darwin with eight winning. Um, and, and, and that's what I try to put across to everybody that, you know, this is, you know, we all work during the week or students or whatever it is, but when we come on a Saturday and Sunday to play cricket, this is the most important thing you do. And we, yeah, and, and that was it, really. Definitely. Right, we're going to move into a, um, your top three. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You've got to say your top three. Uh, maybe slightly quick fire, but you you can you can give a few reasons behind it. Uh, first one: What are your three major successes of your DCC captaincy? Uh, 1999 title, two thousand two title, and probably unbeat. That two thousand two year was we were unbeaten, weren't we? So we and I don't I don't think we had a losing draw uh, a losing draw either. So we had. X number of wins and X number of winning draws and, and never lost a game. So that's, um, you know, brilliant. Perfect, really. Right. Th- three things that you might change as, uh, as from when you were DCC captain. Yeah, I think some of the things that <clears throat> that probably happened, I don't think, I, I, don't, I don't regret what happened, um, but I think maybe now, now I'm, I'm ancient, but even a few years later, I don't think they would have they would have happened. But I think um, I don't regret it. But I, I think they would probably I would deal with those in a in a more uh, mellow way, so to speak. Other than that, no, I don't think so. Nothing specific. No. Good, good. That's a nice legacy to have. Um, three favourite sort of individual moments. So not your your titles. Uh, or that last season, but three favourite moments as captain that you can look back and go, yeah, yeah, did that all right. Um, I don't think individually. For me individually, I don't. No, I I loved every minute of it. I, you know, being captain of your club where you were born and you played since since you were aged eight. You know, I I loved it, and I would have. I don't know why I gave up. To be honest, maybe I got maybe somebody told me to give up. I don't know. Was it you? Maybe Liz. Maybe Liz. Yeah, obviously James was born in yeah. uh, two thousand three. So, um, or I might yeah. realise I went on to a good thing and a year <laughs> after I don't know. But yeah, yeah I'd, probably say, Liz. Yeah. I'd probably say Liz. To be fair, yeah, I think um, yeah, the the she was obviously pregnant at the end of the season. So um, I think that was. Um, Probably. But it's also it's also a testament to you as well that like you you're not picking any individual moments out as uh, when you were team captain, right? Well, you'll definitely answer this one then. Um, your three favourite opposition players. Oh no, there's, there's... captains, players. Uh, also, we had Mister Horridge. At, we had Mister Horridge at Chorley. Um, Mr. Horridge, that's the respect you hold him in. Yeah. That's the respect you hold him in. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, so you want me to say anything? Right. So, well, you can do, you know, if you want to get anything <laughs> off your chest, there's probably one or two sure people expecting up, sure, that I'm answer. Sure maybe it'll come up later, but yeah, 
you know, obviously I, you know, when I was, obviously the first few years when I played, Charlie had a, even when we when we were winning the league, they had a good side. Um, but like most things, uh, when they were better than us, they used to give it out. And we used to, well, hopefully we took it. And then when the tables turned, obviously things, things, um, you know, we, we used to give it out. Um, I'm not so sure they liked it as much, but, no. you know, they, they, I, I don't think there was any game where we played where we didn't go in the bar. And we would. <laughs> and we would. Is this like a bit of counselling for you? Just get it off your chest. Uh, and we would always, we might not speak to any of their players, but we would definitely put some money behind, you know, Charlie's yeah. bar, Fleetwood's bar, wherever it was. We would, we would always go in the bar. I, I can, you know, and Charlie used to drive off, you know, but, and, that, <laughs> and that's just not right. But you know, <laughs> right? Who's number two then? Before you get into an number two, one, number two. Oh. Do you know who upset me most? Oof, go on. Uh, that fallows at Kendall. <laughs> right, come on. Because this is, Gareth, this is, I would never have said that. This yeah, is, Gareth, Gareth. Come on. And Gareth, because Gareth would. I, I, again, I get mixed up in years, but was it two thousand and one when he would have brought the he would have brought the amateur batting record? Um, and we played. I think we'd, we have we won the league. Maybe it was two thousand two. Anyway, I don't know. But we went up to yeah. Kendall. Um. And Gareth needed, I don't know how I many, 30, I don't know, 20 yards, I don't know how I many it was. Oh, yeah, in a season, in a season. Yeah, yeah. 800, I think it was 800 and something, the amateur batting, batting record. And, um, you know, and he, and he des- you know, and he, des- he deserved it at the end of the day. And um, and I think given that, you know, maybe I thought <clears throat> they made no effort. It was obviously rain, it obviously rained, but they made no effort to put the game on. They weren't bothered, it was the last game of the season. And I said to Mr. Fallows, um, uh, <laughs> Mr. Fallows, uh, Gareth, and he, you know, is it any? Could could we just try and get this game on? And he just said no. Um, so I said, well, fair enough, but don't ever come asking for any favours of us in the future. But um, do you call do you call everybody you love by Mister 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 Fallows? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mister Boris Johnson. I don't think I like him. Anyway. Oh no, I won't say that. I won't say that. <laughs> Right, who's number so three? Number, two, um, number three. How many, how many have we got? I, I, enjoy, I always enjoy playing at Morecambe. Um, yeah. Because Gary, Gary enjoyed the teas. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the lasagna. What's this? Lasagna, foreign rubbish. Um, <laughs> but I always enjoy playing against Phil Thornton. Now, he, Phil was a... A, you know, he was a good bat, but obviously he hit me over it. And sometimes I'd 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 get get the better, but a, a lot of the time he was smacking me over those flats. Um, so yeah. I found him quite difficult to. I found him quite difficult to bowl at. Um, you know, I don't. What about just, when you? What about when you were shaking his hand in bar after the game, like you or Merce or anybody like that? Who Phil? Yeah, yeah, he was fine. Yeah. It was always yeah. I can remember yeah, most of in a moment when he was shaking hands with Phil. Actually, he nearly broke his broke his hand. <laughs> I think shaking it once. <laughs> yeah, he was a good yeah. But yeah, I found him. You know, there weren't. 
I wouldn't say I ran up at any point thinking this ball's going out of the ground or I'm I'm in fear of this ball going out of the ground. But I think when I was bowling at him, especially at Morecambe, I think with those, it wasn't that far behind you, those plats. And, um, I think he had a like a golden period against us, didn't he? Where every time we turned up, he yeah. just seemed to go big yeah. and just like confidence on him. Yeah. Right, so, right. Um, what about your three favourite stories on a cricket field? <laughs> well, most of them are probably off the field, aren't they? But um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I remember <laughs> Colin Crawford. Now he, he, he must he must have been when I was playing the Sengs, but he got run out, he got run out Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> and bank holiday Monday, and that was a, <laughs> that was a sight to behold. Poor Colin, yeah, good, good lad, Colin. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. Um, we had a car stop play. Uh, uh, remember that at, at Birchall? Um, Jim, yeah. Plant, Jim Plant. Jim Plant from bottom, yeah. <laughs> Jim Plant, who I used to live. <laughs> I used to live on Innesdale Avenue. He used to live across across the road from me. Um, <laughs> my mate my mate Michael Newman hit him on the back of the neck with a tennis ball, absolute cream <laughs> one. But we were only, you know, we were only probably nine or ten at that point. Um, yeah. So I knew I knew Jim quite well, but so obviously then he uh, he'd been down watching, and then we were we were the game was going on, and uh, all of a sudden there was uh, the umpire was waving his arms. I think we were batting because didn't really have to be in the changing room, and um, <clears throat> went outside to see what was going on, and this car had veered onto the pitch at sort of long on. Um, yeah. And it had got stuck. I think it must have been quite wet. So, um, yeah, I think he was struggling walking-wise. We couldn't get out of the car or anything. So we eventually, I think the game stopped for about 15 minutes and we had to shove it off. So, yeah, that was uh, that was quite funny. Uh, what good memories. You're a big supporter, weren't you? Right, number three, go on. That's probably... <laughs> what about you getting carried off against Morecambe? That was, that was quite funny. Uh and well, then yeah, getting blamed for it all. Fracturing my cheekbone, yeah, it was yeah, fantastic, and he, that. And then it was all your fault. Anyway, that, that, yeah. that it wasn't funny, but it, looking back on it, um, you know... The, I, I can remember being stood at second slip with you at first slip and Packy being wicketkeeper and uh, Manage from Preston batting and just not being able to concentrate on ball because he kept having to look at scoring ball. <laughs> and Packy kept calling it <laughs> and if any chances had come to me and you we'd stand no chance yeah. Manos, Manos, what score is it? What score is it? <laughs> and me and you are wetting ourselves oh, Manos correct, yeah good player right, right, last one last one the three best arguments on the field where you still think that you're right who are you big arguments on pitch it might have been with Horridge it might have been with you know other people uh, that you still think you're right. No, I think the umpire. I, I think the umpires were the. I, I had an argument with John Wright once. Um, he, he threatened to put me in a body bag, so that <laughs> argument, that argument soon finished. Uh, what you'll find is we never had any. We never had any trouble with Fleetwood. Never had any trouble with them at all. <laughs> so we didn't. We didn't dare. So um, no, the, we had a. I think the umpires that we played sent hands at home, and again, God knows what year it was. It might be ninety nine, and we got we scored one seventy. 
they were struggling, five, six down, rained, stopped, and obviously then we had the old um, umpires on. They obviously didn't want to play. Um, the umpire said he wasn't fit, and then I just went off on one <laughs> in the umpires in the umpires' room at dawn, which obviously isn't very big. Right, a bit cosy. Yeah, but I can't even remember who was umpiring. Um, I know, like I said, I've, I've never swore, uh, never swore at the umpires. Just told them that I think obviously they were wrong, and I still think that obviously they were wrong. And then I pulled... no, Northern League, Northern League umpires listening to this, obviously, because you know they they, they they listen to it all. Yeah, yeah, they do. All there <clears> now, <throat> they're all shaking their head at you. Yeah, yeah, of course they are. Well, they still. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and then I pulled our dressing room door off its hinges, but that and, and that wasn't <laughs> and that wasn't right. But I was I was extremely upset. So and then we're all oh, pressing up, pressing away, and and Kevin Kevin Hart, who uh, you know was you know enjoyed 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 him umpiring, but that day he absolutely did us over um, <laughs> when he when he. Obviously, it rained again, and I can't remember what the times was. You have to start by half past four or something. I can't remember what it was. All right, lads. Yeah, we're starting. Everybody get changed. Um, and obviously, then we came. All got Is that when we had a guest? Did we have a guest pro at Preston as well? Oh, I can't remember. Um, but Kevin Hart came out and got. I can remember. I can remember it like it's yesterday. He came. He walked out. Sort of got towards the edge of the grass and then said uh, looked at his watch and said oh sorry lads we're too late game's off <laughs> and I just uh, yeah, yeah I think Kevin was in the bar laughing afterwards uh, not about that stumps, on, just stumps about. under his arm having a laugh yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I just thought that was uh, I think I was thinking at game when were it Curry Jordan who were pro at Preston and made us do all do a cool down after game oh, that might, he we, might, we, yeah he might have been Curry Jordan yeah it could have been about the game as well, so that yeah. wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have helped either, would it? No, right, right. That's the end of the top threes, anyway. Before we get on to Corey Jordan and uh, Kevin Hart, even more. Um, right, so we talked a little bit about your captaincy. I, I think it's it's definitely certain that you started like a, a golden era for the club, um, you know, and it helped massively with others along the way. But what what do you think started that golden era? Like you, you started it, and then. It, a few, a few other captains and teams and, and players and everything else jumped on the bandwagon a little bit. But what what started it? Yeah, well, I think it, it was it was ninety nine, wasn't it? When you know that was we've meandered as a you know obviously we won the title in eighty seven. I'd played obviously uh, played a couple of years somewhere else, but I'd ten years and I hadn't I'd only got one a thing. Uh, I'd maybe won a cup where. The pros had gone home and the amateurs had to play. I can't can't exactly remember, but it it was there after the end of the season and it was you know, it's a bit of a letdown really. But other than that, it was we hadn't won anything and it was you know, we needed uh, and I you know, whatever happened between me and Petrie and but I think whoever, you know, the the professional committee who 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 somehow got him, I think that was a that was a master stroke. So I don't know who's on the pros committee, Simon Payne. I think Ian Cordley was maybe involved. Um, I don't know whether Gary Jackson was in there, but that was a that was a master stroke. For for and, you only, and you, what you've got to remember is he did one he did one year and then and again 
but getting Keith Semple was another, you know, master stroke because he just fitted in. He fitted in perfectly, you know. Yeah. Obviously, completely different character, but we'd already, I think, we'd set the ball rolling. We we were, we didn't need another Richard Petrie, another, you know, somebody with big views and, you know, a massive big character. Keith was was perfect for us, you know. And as 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 you see, you know, if you go through to two thousand seven when I was. That was my last year. We, I don't think we finished out the top, top five. Won a couple yeah, because I was, I was just going to move on to that because obviously following on from you was, was myself, and then we had, we had the likes of Merce and 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 Semo following it on, and mm. then other captains that other captains that you've played with and and seen. What what are the qualities that sort of make a good captain in your eyes? Well, obviously everybody's different, aren't they? And that, but I think. You know, you've got to bring your own character to it, and at the end of the day, what you've got to realise is that everybody's everybody's behind you. Everybody, you know, we're all one team. We want everybody wants you to do well, but you've got to be able to, you know, yeah, listen to other people, but they've got to be, you know, your ideas, and you decide on the field. You know, yeah, you've always have got people chirping up and people who you lift to advice, but at the end of the day, it's down to you. And then, you know. And as I said, my four years were were brilliant. I loved I loved every minute of it, and I hopefully everybody else has. Um, and that's the you know the major thing is in club cricket is is enjoying it and you know all all being there together. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, so we we've got we've got um, four senior captains, we've got ladies captain, and we've got all the. The juniors who take turns at being captain at Darwin on a rotation. What what's your what's your advice? I know you touched on be yourself, bits of it. Yeah, be, be be yourself. Be yourself. I think as you get older, you le- you know, like I said, you've le- you learn off people. You take bits off people, um, and and no one style is correct. You know, obviously, I'm 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 a lot different to you know other captains that have that have been there. Some people who you know quiet. Um, lead just by example and that's great and we'll make decisions not necessarily um, you know in the way that I that I would and you know do some of the things that we did when we were when we were captain but that's great so you be be yourself and enjoy, you know being captain enjoy every enjoy every minute of it yeah I, I used to love them moments when I used to tell you to take a rest they were they were really memorable then yeah uh, yeah. Just... yeah some people are you know what you, you know. Merce was a when you told him to, he, he didn't he didn't want to give you know he didn't want to let go, you know. But you've got whereas you know if I said to Keith Semple, Keith have a rest, off, absolutely no change of face, no, no nothing. Yeah. So you, you you've got to realise that everybody's different, um, and that's you know something as as you know at, at nine years old that's slightly different than when you're 25. Right, we've got a quick fire round now. Uh, we've got 10 minutes left of the podcast. You're allowed 10 seconds per answer. Um, these have been sent in via Twitter, via WhatsApp from, you know, a few really like, obviously, close friends of yours who just want you to relive some special memories. Uh, first question, how many cricket jumpers have you <laughs> have ever had stroke worn? <laughs> Probably three. 
<laughs> right? Have you ever umpired at Vernon Kerris? <laughs> yes, I have. How did that go? I think it went well. I think we had a we had a few whiskies on the way, um, and well, Simon, I think Simon Merce was involved, and obviously Stuart Sharples was playing. It was a Sunday team. Right. I think, I think I think something was about Simon getting five wickets, and I think he might he might have got five wickets. Right, okay. Your favourite DJ, Fat Boy Slim or DJ Skippy down Club Trop? No contest, Skippy. Skippy. Did you ever get on the stage with him? Yes. <laughs> Numerous times. Yes. Right, the next question. And I love how when you start to talk about cricket, you always slip in to reminiscing with times about this certain cricketer on the same era who made the debut at the first time. Did you ever get Gareth Cornley out in a Lancashire trial? Yes. <laughs> it's not what he says. Yes, he, anyway. was, he was. He was. So, I, yeah, North v South, for some reason. Nine I, seconds. Nine seconds. I got, I got put on this different side to Gareth. And yeah, he was caught by the keeper in front of second slip, um, but said it came off his thigh pad. <laughs> Very good. Uh, would you recommend to somebody uh, a bum bag or a rucksack? <laughs> bum bag. <laughs> yes, Johnny. Uh, next question. Uh, related to the same club that you just talked about, have you ever been hit by a bat <laughs> on the hand? Yes, Mr. Horridge's <laughs> bat. What happened? He he snicked one. Plain as day, was hanging around. I don't know what for. And we all were rushing. I think I don't know even who was bowling. We were rushing to uh, congratulate the bowler, and he didn't enjoy that. So he. He had a swipe at me. After I told him to go back to the pavilion. <laughs> uh, what did you ask an umpire who refused to give your team any LBWs? <laughs> oh, God knows. What, what did I say? Uh, you, you, have you ever played the game? <laughs> uh, yeah, and like he me. said yes. I, and yes, he played it to county level. Of who summer, was that? And then, and then what was your reply? <laughs> I bet you were a bloody batter. <laughs> <laughs> That's with Keith Semple, that. It's one of his highlights of his time <laughs> at Darwin. Uh, right, post-match celebrations after a, a, a game. Uh, did you prefer the George or a trip down Club Trop? Uh, I can't distinguish between those two. No, oh, that's a great answer. George, and, George followed by Club Trop. Proper night out. Uh, I'll give you 20 seconds for this thought. Uh, how did you manage the different personalities that you come across in the team? 20 seconds. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> well, Horsey was was on his own, so you just ignore him. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult, um, but I think you just got to you just got to know how. To, you know, some people go off on one. Some people are very quiet. Gareth, Gareth comes across as very quiet. In fact, he's, you know, I've seen him pull his face on numerous occasions. Um, so you've all got, you know, like you said, different people. But you know, at the end of the day, you, they're all they're all willing to do well. They're all willing to the team to do well. So it's it's easy, really. Uh, what was your favourite time away from Darwin CC, Blackburn Northern or Preston? <laughs> easy, Blackburn Northern. Preston was a disaster. 
<laughs> Who are your biggest rivals? Chorley, Morecambe, Chorley. Sands. Yeah. Hardest opponent that you've ever come across in the Northern League? I think uh, I think I already mentioned Phil Thought. I found him quite difficult to bowl at. Um, what, what about John Wright? Yeah, he was hard. Uh, <laughs> Kultas, Gower, all them lot. God, he was he was a big lad. Uh, Laird, <laughs> Gary Laird was it? I can't, I can't read his name. Uh, but he, oh, um, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't mess with them. They were good good, good lads. Brilliant. Um, which team? The ninety nine league winning team and the two thousand and two team. Two thousand, two thousand two, undefeated. But yeah, uh, I couldn't split them real. Yeah, uh, the opposition captain that you always wanted to get one over on. <laughs> yeah, so we had Mr. Horridge, as I said. Yeah, well, we we had. They were good games against Charlie, weren't they? That again, I I enjoyed them, enjoyed them immensely. You know, they they had a good side, and I think we. I think they're pretty much the highlights of the first ten years of my career at Darwin, beating them on a bank holiday, August bank holiday at Monday at Darwin, so they didn't win the league. Um, and then that sort of rolled on to when we got a good side, and then you know, and they obviously had, had some real success in national knockout and, and whatever, and, and done really well in that. And then we had some we had some proper good games with them. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I I grew up in that era against Chorley, and you you you, you came into games and they were like, "Wow, this mm. is competitive cricket," and you you don't realise how special them times were and how competitive it were, and how it were like perfect sport, really. Mm. Well, they had a good, were special times. You know, they had some, and you've got to have two good sides, haven't you? It's no good one side being, you know, even when we weren't, you know, until '99, we still had a we still had a decent side. Um, so we gave them, you know, like I said, at home on Darwin, we were, you know, it was a bit more ramshackle than it is now. Um, and nobody wanted to come and play us there. So we used to give them a good, a good, a good hammering usually. Yeah, good time. Right, we've got three questions. We've got about two or three minutes. Uh, we've got a lockdown, we've got a lockdown game this weekend, sort of a, a legends game. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're playing Mr. Horridge, maybe, and, and Chorley. Yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your DCC 11? You're allowed one pro and 10 amateurs. Now, if you thought about this, and I'm sure you have, you know, with Mr. Peter and Mr. Semple, you, you can be quite clever here. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, been, you're one pro been. and you're 10 amateurs. 10 amateurs. Um, yeah. Graham Ainsley, Keith Semple, amateur. Is, it, is this batting order? Uh, no, not, no, any, any old order. Right. Gareth Cordingly, John Cordingly, Graham Parkinson, Neil Cordingly, Andrew Mercer. I've got Bo- I've got Bonner in there as well. I can't not have. I think he played. He was playing nineteen eighty eight when I when I played. So he's he's obviously got to be in there, and um, obviously myself. So then I've got nine. Yeah, and obviously I'd love to put you in there, Chris, um, but oh, yeah. but maybe not. Um, All right. Now I've got now, now if I was picking a spinner, yeah. I'd have double top Stuart Sharples. 
<laughs> for you know, give it a bit of loop. Um, yeah, and then as a other than that, maybe a bit of a wild card. Big T Tony Russell. <laughs> and if we were playing away, he'd take me. He'd take me to the game in his Ford Capri. All right, so you're thinking uh, petrol as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but Tony had a bit of bit of pace, you know, a bit of extra, bit of extra whip. So uh, get T Russell in there as well. I think I've got probably twelve to be honest. We're eleven or twelve. But yeah, there's me. We've got we've got eleven there. Yeah, and then I'd have and, and Petrie's the pro. All right, so you, you you want twelve people then? Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. And obviously, we probably um, hockey was probably the best, the best bat. Although, if you look at Ashraf's record as well, he was um, yeah he played uh, two thousand seven, I think, in two thousand eight, didn't he? I had a, I had a look the other day. He scored a thousand and sixty-eight runs at an average of one hundred and six point eight in that two thousand seven season. Yeah, he's just got a Masters as well. He's all over Facebook at the minute. He's uh... Atif, yeah. Rang, yeah, rang the ambulance when he had a cold, didn't he? Yeah, when I say when I say run, I you run. <laughs> Just looks at your eyes. Yeah, I can remember that one. That 2007 season, that's put apart from the Lanks Cup disappointment when we lost, and obviously that was uh, probably one of the biggest disappointments in my career. 2007, which was my last season when we probably should have won the league. Well, we should have. We we'd, we probably I think we had five more games rained off than anybody else. Um, I think we only lost by ten points. So, whether I think where that side was a good side, um, but yeah, disappointing. Good stuff. Right, last two questions then. Um, how would you describe your your legacy as Darwin <laughs> CC captain? When we, if you're looking back, you know when you when you sat down at the bottom having a, a picnic like all the old legends do. Um, what's your what's your legacy? What would you like to be known no, as being captain? Well, we had a good, you know, we had a good side. I didn't, you know, I don't necessarily want to be remembered by for, for anything individual I did. I think it was good to that after 10, 12 years of sort of meandering through, and the club, the club really got on the map, and and we had a and we had a good side, and and that and that was it really. And and we and we had a good team, great lads, you know, for. You know, from then till 2007, which was a bit, you know, was my last season. It was, it was great. Loved it. Yeah, brilliant. Right. So we're we're obviously uh, all about influencing the uh, the future of the club. Um, in terms of every team from our under nines right through to the first eleven this season, whatever we see cricket next season, the future. What three characteristics do you think every team? In Darwin, from under nine to first eleven, should have in the future. Characters of the team, you I would say, attitude in terms of, you know, all wanting to win and all wanting to play for each other, enjoyment, and 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 I don't think you need anything else to be honest. I think that's um, that's all you need. Brilliant. Right. Well, it's been an absolute. Pleasure to pick your mind about captaincy. It's been a pleasure to relive some very special memories from our time together in those, well, the start of the magic years. Um, go right back to uh, what Brendan said about you. You, you. you play you play it properly, you work hard, you play hard, you love a beer, 
You always enjoy playing on the field. You've got a great sense of humour. <laughs> You're a prick. And then, there's a, and then there's a little bit of a prick in there, but what a, what a, what a great time uh, that we've had tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to share those memories with you and, and pick your minds, like we said. So thank you very much for giving up your, your time tonight, and I'm sure everybody will really enjoy uh, listening to your podcast and sharing some great times. So thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. All, All right. right, take care, take care, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on Birchall soon. You too, see you soon. Bye-bye. Yay! Wasn't that a great listen? Absolutely love talking through those special times with Jeff and his skills as captain. A big thank you to Jeff for giving up his time and talking so passionately about DCC and captaincy. Great to see he still remembers all the stories, the arguments and the memories of that period. A brief update from myself. Again, thanks for the membership fees and donations that are coming in, either through our website or our crowdfund. Also great to see the net sessions being fully booked up this week. And it's just great to be back on Birchall and seeing our players, junior and senior, enjoying cricket again. The ECB this week have again commented that the recreational game continues to be suspended. They hope to see some cricket this season and junior cricket may come earlier than senior cricket. Fingers crossed, keep safe and have a good week.